0: Technology, how does the process work? That's a great question. Um, lawyers are not technologists. Um, and so there isn't a lawyer for uh, companies that have molecules versus com- uh, companies that have software platforms versus uh, corporate lawyers that, ha- that, that have expertise in hardware. Um, now they should have, however, at least uh, a handful of clients in the sp- uh, specific vertical that you're in. So if you're an enterprise SaaS company and you worked with somebody that only works with life science companies there, I think that doesn't work. Um, they, they should have a number of, of companies in your vertical so they understand the problems that are going to come around, uh, the challenges that you face, and they're going to be networked with uh, both investors and, and other potential co-founders or sources of talent that you're going to need to grow and scale the business. So I, I think that um, you know, the, the the very first thing is to work with a lawyer that comes well-recommended by someone in your network that can provide a warm introduction. Uh, we lawyers, like anybody else in the ecosystem, are um, surrounded by great ideas and, and smart people. And, and for us to decide who we're going to pay attention to and where we're going to spend our time, it's Probably going to be somebody who's made a warm introduction. Um, when you when you experience that warm introduction, you should have a good feeling right away. The person should be responsive. And remember, if they're not responsive, they may either have too many clients or have other issues. Um, when you meet with them, they, they should set up a meeting relatively quickly. They should provide uh, materials that give you a really good sense of their firm, their practice, and their personal background. Um, and then you should have a 30-minute uh, meeting with them, probably uh, in times like this over Zoom so with the video on so you can get a sense of them um, and try and establish a rapport. And, and you really need to be comfortable with them that you're going to be uh, happy to speak to them about the issues that arise that are really giving you concern whenever that may be. So it should be somebody that you feel is going to answer your call on a Saturday or a Sunday or late at night. Um, now, if you were doing that every night, perhaps that would strain the relationship. Um, but the, there are times when you're going to need somebody who does that. And, and you're going to want to make sure that the lawyer that you select is going to do that. Um, the next thing is, 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 as I said before, you want to make sure that They have other clients in your vertical, and I would try and speak to one, two, or three other uh, founders or CEOs of companies in your space that they have represented um, so that you can get a sense that there are people that, you know, have enjoyed paying their bills and working with them, uh, Vitaly. So that's that's how I recommend going about doing it. That's great. And, uh, you know, there's a little bit of a mystery behind large law firms that offer free services or deferred services. What's that all about? Yeah. Great question. Um, so first off, uh, you know, the big problem that you're going to have is you're going to need the most amount of legal services, um, at the time where you have the least value and the least amount of cash. And so you need to work with somebody that has a platform that can, uh, serve you in the way that you need to be served, which means super leanly with form documents, with technology enabled freemium or, or light, light billing, uh, services. Um, and you're going to need, uh, somebody who's willing to quote you, uh, you know, a reasonable, a reasonably fixed amount of, of cost to, to do a service that you need. So for example, if you're going to be bringing on a co-founder CTO and you need an employment offer letter and a confidential information invention assignment agreement and an equity package and a board approval to do all that, that should be, um, you know, very constrained and very. Understandable by your 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 lawyer at the at the outset, and they, they should be able to tell you what that'll cost to do for you, and, and that's the kind of relationship that you need now. Deferral, um, it used to be twenty years ago that um, lawyers uh, w- would would take an equity stake in a company in exchange for agreeing to represent the company, and uh, the good news for founders is that the market has been. Uh, uh, so successful uh, that uh, lawyers compete for the best startups and they no longer uh, ask for equity. Uh, At least most lawyers don't. Um, uh, but they will, they, they will defer probably somewhere in the neighborhood of fifteen dollars to, to $30,000 in legal services just for the formation and the initial fundraising efforts. Um, n- no patents, uh, nothing else uh, commercially related, but just, just to get you formed, structured, and financed, um, th- those are the kind of numbers that, that they will defer, and usually not for any equity. Um, I uh, personally uh, don't ask for equity in exchange for deferral. What I ask for is the ability to invest if and when uh, I, have, I have the ability to do so, uh, just on the same terms as other uh, professional investors and, and on the same terms. So if it's a series seed, I'd invest in the seed. I, I wouldn't ask for founder stock. Um, as a condition of signing up the company. And and if somebody does, I would turn around and run. Um, uh, Lastly, um, you wanna be with a lawyer at a firm that works with a lot of startups so that that the whole ecosystem within the firm knows how to serve you, which means they don't uh, run up a $10,000 bill writing you a 20-page memo. Uh, They give you two bullet points, if this, then that, if that, then this. Um, which hopefully can be done in, in five minutes. And that um, if, if if a law firm has enough startups that they work with, they have a lot of uh, clients, and that's the way they will serve uh, the startups, which is which is the way they should be served. Um, you know, with quick actionable advice uh, that allows the entrepreneur to focus on the business and expand uh, and scale the business, and, and not you know get into the weeds of of uh, legal minutia. That's great. So let's dive into some more details. Uh, Let's say everything is great when you get a company started, you have your co-founders, etc. But Mm -hmm. uh, we know that doesn't always end up the case. So Uh, how do you structure the company to avoid messy co-founder drama and breakups? uh, Great question. Great question. I've never seen any co-founder drama. Um, well, the, the first thing that we do, we explain to uh, founder teams uh, when they sign up is that we don't represent them individually. We represent the company. Um, we do not encourage each founder to get their own counsel and to sort of overthink it. Um, the general premise in Silicon Valley is that every founder uh, essentially negotiates their equity percentage in exchange for um, whatever role they're going to take with the company. A- and then their equity they receive essentially for free. They pay. Part our value for the shares, which is, you know, a few bucks, but it is not real money. Um, and then they vest into those shares over four years. The theory being that if the if somebody invests uh, $3 million into a company and then the founders walk away the next day, uh, they shouldn't be able to leave with their equity because uh, there is no company without them. The, the, the investors put their money into a company on the assumption that the people would be there uh, and that they would earn their percentage of the company over time. Um, and so typically there's four year vesting, uh, with a one year cliff. So 25% of your equity vests at the first year anniversary. So that if you leave in the first year, you get nothing. And and the, the idea there is that, um, that is such a critical time for the company that in its development, that if you were to leave, then you, you, you know, the company really is so harmed that they would have to, um, they might, they.